I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back to the Wise Men Say Reaction Show. Um, you are joining us, as always, in the Harbour View, um, where we are reacting to a lovely 3-1 win over Stoke. Um, now, obviously, once again, it has been quite a chaotic day to be a Sunderland fan, which obviously never happens, does it? <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think we're going to leave the Pritchard statement and the behind-the-scenes stuff and obviously the minutes that have come out this week for the lads to talk about on Monday because um, they'll be able to go a bit more in depth with it. But I will start off by saying, like, Michael, oh, I'm joined by Michael off, as always, by the way. I thought that is just a bit of a given at this point. However, I am joined by Michael. Lovely to see you, Michael. Hello. Yep, lovely to see you too and the lovely free one win to discuss. Yeah, fantastic. Um, but what I will start off by saying is, I don't know about you, but I felt blindsided, shocked and a bit flat walking over to the ground today because obviously statement was released just before team news came out and yeah i think everyone's just a bit like huh like what's happened there look i think that was reflected in the atmosphere to an extent i think we're one three one we're three in the at one stage and the atmosphere was never like brilliant throughout the game i don't blame people you know because obviously there's been a lot of stuff that's gone on recently frustration that we've signed no on the market yet the pritchard statement and obviously all the noise in the past few days regarding michael bale i understand that um, but the day, what I would say, that's got to be a bare minimum going forward. Um, I think we were thoroughly in control of a game for large parts of it. Um, I still think, however, there were spells where we had 10 minutes or so, 15 minute spells, where we looked really good and we were fluid and the passing was good. But then it went really stodgy again. It was a bit bitty of a game. Um, but I'm not going to sit here and slate a 3-1 win. You know, I'm absolutely not going to do that. And particularly when Stoke have been such a bogey side. So delighted with the three points. We've now got to back it up this week and do some good business in the market. And we've now got to back it up and go to Barrow and get a result as well. Yeah, and I, I mean, I couldn't agree more. It's lovely to go into a, I'm not going to call it a derby, but I'm going to call it a rivalry. Um, it's lovely to go into that match on the on the back of the win with two absolutely beautiful goals and one which I thought at the time might be an own goal, but I think Sky did end up giving it to Burstow. Lovely to see a striker score again. Like, maybe our luck's turning, maybe strikers will start scoring for us, but... I completely agree. I think that we had a very kind of in-control game. I thought the defence were really strong once again. Sealed, that, that, that their goal, which is his goal, I guess, but their goal, you've got to feel for him because the rest of the match, he looked like he was really coming into his own. He's, he's starting to really become almost an undroppable player, would you say? Yeah. 
I'm still a little bit undecided because I thought he had a good game and I like it when he brings the ball out. He is good at that, but I still don't think he's a right-back. I mean, I think defensively he's fine as a right-back. You know, I think he's solid enough. He does well in the air. But there was a couple of times in the first half, the ball got made its way out to him and he had to put a ball in and one he massively overhit and another one he put in another power ball. But, but I'm not digging out Zale out because that's not his game and I just think it's slightly unfair to ask him to do that. I understand we've got a lack of full-backs and I know for some reason it just doesn't seem to be allowed to play all nine at right-back and put Zale in his natural position as centre-half. But I just it's a very simple change which I think would give us much better balance. But as I, I agree with you, I think he had a good, solid performance. And I think for me, that kind of encapsulates a lot about the win today. Um, we're just our, better, our best players gave good performances and when that happens, you're going to win more games than you lose. Um, I think, like Clark, I think he was outstanding again. He won the ball really high for pitch a couple of times. The ball he played through for Bar for the second goal was really good. Um, he put, made a good pullback before Burstall's goal. I know it was a bit scrappy in the end and Bar does brilliantly again to win the header. Um, I think Bar had an absolutely outstanding game. Um, it's one of the best he's played in a while. So yeah, I think it was good performance all over pitch. Um, Stoke were interesting, I think, because this played so differently to what they did under Alex Neil. Um, I think we'd have struggled a lot more against an Alex Neil side because it'd have been much more disciplined behind the ball. Well, as was shown last time we played exactly, them at home. Exactly. So. Even down there this season, though, like we didn't yeah. uh, get the space in behind, and that's where for me we beat Stoke today was on the transitions when I mean that was really really encapsulated by the the second goal because. We got the ball from defence into attack really quickly and Clark had so much more space today to do what he does and I think that's why Barr had a good game because Barr, I think, when he has space to operate then he can be a really good player. It was, it was lovely as well for Barr, I think, to see a lad who, let's face it, did go through a really rough spell. He had a run of games where he was just... He was shocking. Like, he, he did not show his absolute best and it's really good to see him coming out the other side. We saw it at Ipswich... We saw it today, and it really feels like he's starting to to get back to what we expect. And obviously, with with Roberts out, it's it, we are going to have to rely on him for that outlet. And and he was absolutely fantastic. I mean, another thing for me that and disagree with me if you'd like, Michael. But I'm starting to say that a lot. Actually, I'm starting to give you windows to disagree with me. I need to stop doing that. I, but... I also need your consent. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you you have my permission to disagree with me. Thank Unless you. I say that, you, you don't have my permission. <laughs> but I think that it show you can see a difference in the shape on the pitch when we are playing a striker now. I was I have been a critic of Burstow, I haven't been a massive fan of him, but today him and then Russian, you see the way that they take the centre halves with them, you see the way that they create the space for our wingers, and I think that that is a really important change that we saw today. It's almost as if having on having a striker on the pitch makes a difference to the way you play and makes a positive difference to the way you play. And yeah, I mean Rustian, when he came on, he was jumping like twice the height of lads who were like three times the size of him. But every single time, he was taking them with him. He was creating space for other players on the pitch. And ultimately, that's why you have a striker there. So you don't have that massive gap. So the centre-halves don't really have time to think because they're having to go after that lad. And to give other players space on the pitch, it's it's a nice thing to see really, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's the one thing Burstall does do quite well. I think is occupy centre-halves. Um, and I think... Earlier on the season, when he had a run of games under Mowbray, when he wasn't scoring, I think that was my comment was, he at least gives us a better shape um, yeah. when we're going forward. Um, so there is that, but I mean, it, it's one of them things with the strikers. I think I'm really pleased Burstow scored because it just was never looking likely at one point. Um, 
But I think with all the strikers, I think we've got like obvious strengths and they've got obvious weaknesses. And I just don't think we've quite found that like one striker to hang our hat on in terms of taking us forward in the second half of the season. Um, it's the argument, isn't it? There's four days left to the transfer window. Is it four? 28th, 29th, 30th, 31st. Yes, there are four days left of the transfer window. You want to see us bring in an experienced striker, really. We've got young lads or relatively inexperienced when it comes to championship, like football. Dark fruits, please. Um, just, put, just putting in my order. Um, relatively inexperienced when it comes to the football that we are playing. You want to see that experienced striker brought in? Yeah, 100% we do. Um, it's like Keith and Moore. We won't sign him. I'm just putting it out there right now. We just won't sign him. But he, he's exactly. I'm going to clip this when we do. <laughs> I'd be delighted to be proved wrong. So he's exactly the type of centre forward we need. And I think it was Stephen, like I said on the pod the other week, even having an experienced forward in the building who the younger strikers can learn off on a daily basis and improve the game. Because, like I've said a lot this season, I think the strikers are looking around for one of them to be the experienced guy and to show them the way and I think that they're not really capable of doing that and that's not a slight on them they're just young lads and it's a very specialised position being a striker and they could be fantastic at youth level but then when they get into this like promoted to this level it is a really like big ask for them when you've got big brutal centre halves yeah, you're playing up yeah. against like that that is a massive difference between under twenty ones and and what we see week to week. I mean that and that is why we want that more experienced striker and that is why we want that more experienced person who can just come in and kind of run that front line. I think that one person who really did show experience despite the fact he is still quite young is Dan Neal today. I, I cannot fault. I mean I think his first two touches, he did pass the ball to Gooch. I think he just needed to get in his head that he no longer plays with him. However, I can't fault what he did on the pitch today. He was shouting at the lads. He was telling them to get into position. He was he was running that game for me. He was just incredible. I he was brilliant. I, I like there's no there's no kind of more in depth you can go, is there? Like. Again, just, just quietly very good. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but what I mean is his performances are consistently that excellent. But it gets to the... <laughs> not quite that excited, like. Uh, <laughs> no, I guess to the stage, Dan Neil, he's just... He, he's consistently that excellent. When he plays like the day, you kind of shrug your shoulders and go, yeah, he was good. But I think if you that's another young midfielder in the squad, you say, oh, he was fantastic today. It's just because sometimes with Dan Neil, there's people who are, are wanting to release the ball, but he's just got a knack of releasing it at the exact right moment. Yeah. Um, and he's just so good. He's so in control. And his touch as well, he, like being yeah, able to bring the ball down. Absolutely fantastic. And Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, 
you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. With them, um, he was playing a little bit more advanced than what he usually does because I think the day we very much had a more flat midfield three without having an obvious number 10 on the pitch. So I think he that kind of allowed him to play a bit further forward and express himself a bit more and he got us going from an attacking point of view because Stoke left gaps and he exploited them gaps really well. Um, obviously the goal's a little bit annoying because a clean sheet would have been fantastic, you know. Um, and it, it doesn't it doesn't represent what we did today. Like it doesn't represent how our defence played. It, no. it doesn't it doesn't represent how Patterson played. He did have I mean there was that one is distribute like not is distribution throughout the game, but that one where he just like Big dropped Clark, it man. and pinged it up to Clark. Like that was like the people behind me were like, "Wait, I didn't know Jordan Pickford played for us anymore." Because it was brilliant, and for that being one of the, and you know me, I'll never slate Patterson, but for that being one of the weaker parts of his game, it was it was good to see. Really, what I will say with Patterson, people need to remember where he's come from in the past couple of years. You know, when he first came up the kid, he was a weak, skinny kid. He was rooted to his line. He had no confidence. And he's just come on leaps and bounds. Look, his distribution might come on in a few years and it's a bit patchy, but at least he still backed himself to play that ball. And as much as we had a comfortable win today, if Soap had scored first, it could have got very ugly today and he made a crucial save at nil-nil. Which... That, that scrappy one where they had like three in, yeah. like one after another. Uh, exactly. And then he, that one way he tipped it over the bar. Yes, it was straight at them, but it was quite a lot of pace. He did well to just flick it over the bar. And I can't stress enough how important it was for us to take the lead today, particularly going into half time. It just kind of, I just kind of felt just a big sigh of relief, like, oh, right, okay, we're actually in front now. And I think today, I'm going to contradict myself slightly because I think the crowd obviously weren't. Wouldn't like, be a wise man say one if we didn't contradict <laughs> ourselves. It, it wasn't bouncing today, but what I will say, I think the crowd that, that did get behind the team, there was no like. Yes, at times, like, there was, like, groans at misplaced passing that, but, like, there was no, like, bail out stuff from the first whistle. I was expecting people to potentially sing out the sprint charge name. Yeah. That didn't happen. So I'm pleased that they stuck behind him because I do agree it, and I was one of them against Hull. I was, like, shouting that, bailing that a full time. But equally, it's not a pleasant environment for the young players, so I'm really pleased that they got that bit of encouragement behind, like, Joe was jaying the crowd up after the first yeah, goal. Bursto, yeah. like, celebrating in front of the crowd. It was lovely to see, yeah. but I, I do think that your point about... That first goal that they had, that they could have had, that scrappy one in their net where Patterson made those incredible saves. You've got to argue that if that goes in, oh, we lose three nil. Yeah, it turns into a very different atmosphere, and it becomes slightly kind of toxic and and not nice for Beale. I think that Beale sees a very different crowd today to the one that he saw. I think that it, I'm, I'm not going to stand here and say that. We've won 3-1, so now I'm fully in support of Michael Beale and I think everything he does is great because I'm not. I, I still don't think he's the man for this club. I still don't think that he should be our manager. And I think he's got a bit lucky today with the way... Not lucky, I don't think that's fair, but our players were all on their absolute best today. Yeah. Every single one of them did the absolute most they could do. And, and those lads are the ones that deserve our support. Those lads are the ones that deserve the credit because they're the ones that went out and absolutely nailed it. Like we spoke about Abdullah Bar earlier in the pod, but I mean, he's, he's man of the match for me today. I, I, I can't credit him enough. Seeing every single one of them go out and give their absolute most, it... Potentially, it's it's saved Beal yeah, a I mean, little bit for a week. Do you think? Yeah, I mean, your point about because there will be some the very small minority. Because I think the majority are very much against Bale, but there will be some people who are saying, "Oh, you're still seeing Bale out now." Like, but 
bad managers win games of football. And even teams play well under bad managers. A, it blo- do- a broken clock is right <laughs> twice a day. I, I almost got that out, but yeah. Yeah, it, it, it does happen. I mean, look, I mean, I remember in the Premier League under Davy Moyes, who went through a spell, we won three games in four. You know, it, it does happen, and we played Hull at home, we won 3 0, and everyone thought, oh, here we go, like it's the start of something. And I'm not comparing Bale at this stage to as being as bad as David Moyes, but what <laughs> I am saying is, it's very easy to sometimes get carried away with the other way and think, oh, we've won a game, everything's going to be great now. Like I said at the start of the pod, what we saw today, for me, from what I expect from a Sunderland side, that is a bare minimum. Yeah. That is an absolute bare minimum, just a bit of intensity, a bit of fight, the good players playing well, getting the good players on the ball. But that's got to be the standard now and we've got to go to Middlesbrough and we've got to back that up, we've got to get a result and we need to keep in touch with these playoff players and get in there because we can't now just regress to the main because then this toxic cycle is just going to continue and continue. And, and, and that's the thing, when you look at kind of how we played against Borough earlier in the season, I know we had Dan Neal sent off and I, I know that there were various other like mitigating factors, but it, it does almost feel like we need to go there and get a convincing win. We need, we need to go and be able to do this. And, and obviously this isn't the... This isn't the preview pod. We're not going to go into how Borough are playing at the moment. But it, it does mean something that we're going into that on the back of what has been quite a convincing win, where we've played really well. We've had, we're going to have a week's rest ahead of that. We, we had a week's rest ahead of this. The, the lads looked kind of more up for it. They, look, they looked more with a spring in their step. And, yeah, it... <laughs> It, it's just it's it's not a good omen going in, but it, it's a bit of a positive going into that match. And as well, don't it? forget he's got a week of fucking training, so <laughs> you'll be delighted about that. Um, that was the worst microbial impression I have ever. I mean, to be fair, if if you can find me a man who can replicate that accent, because it's so weird, I'll be absolutely delighted. Um, but yeah, you've got to be careful though because we can't say <laughs> oh, we, we can't make fun of the fact he's a southerner because apparently that's why all Sunderland fans don't like him which I've got to say if I, if I make a list of 50 reasons why I don't like <laughs> Michael Beale the fact he's a southerner probably isn't making it into the top 50 and, and that narrative just needs to go in the bin right now yeah 100% um, but yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't disagree. Like, the week is going to be really important for them. And what I want to say as well, what I want to say at Borough, the result, yes, I want to win. But I want to see a good, convincing performance from start to finish yeah. because I don't think we've quite seen that under Bale yet. Today, yep, comfortably won the game, deserved to win the game. But as I say, there were spells, 10 minutes here and there, where it was awful, where we weren't getting the ball to each other, we weren't past it, we were getting camped in our own half a little bit. So what I want to see... And I think it's really important, just a good, solid performance from start to finish. And then if we do that and get a result, then I might think, right, we've got a foundation to build on now. And that's what the day has been, and we just need to keep that going. Is, can I just ask before, before I make this point, Clark's our top scorer for this season at the moment, isn't he? By quite a distance, yeah. Yes, yeah, I just wanted to double-check that. You've got to remember who got injured in the warm-ups at Borough away last season. Oh, and, and is that a bad omen? Is that going to happen again? Are we, are we going to go there and be disappointed? Are we going to be stood in the crowd with whispers going around about Stuart? And is it going to be Clark? This Who knows? But I think it's safe to say that everyone feels a little bit more lifted. Everyone feels a bit more positive. I certainly feel better after doing this podcast with you, Michael. I, I feel... I feel a bit happier about the result. I feel a bit more lifted. I thought it was save because of my excellent podcasting, but well, I think I think you've got to a point where you're processing things quite well. So <laughs> <laughs> but I do have to say that yeah, it it feels a little bit better after a win. It's still not great, and I'm sure the lads will talk about that on Monday. But did you have one final point you wanted to make? I just want to say, like, we want us to win every game, you know. Yes. 
Like, like I mean, honestly, like I am the most like child, like pathetic person when it comes to Sunderland. When we win, it makes me weekend. He but, runs on the pitch. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, yeah. This is the thing for I, legal purposes, Michael Loft does not run on the pitch whenever we win. It was a one-off, but it was against Rochdale, so I need to reevaluate my life a little bit. I like to think I've grown a bit since then. So. <laughs> on that bombshell <laughs> <laughs> yeah the lads will be back on Monday and I'm sure they'll go more in depth into the off the pitch stuff into the Alex Pritchard we might have had a further statement by then which is why we didn't really want to go into yeah. it today because it's all rumours and hearsay at this spent, point we don't really know we have spent 90% of a reaction pod talking about an off the field thing exactly you know exactly but make sure you tune in and join the lads on Monday because they will definitely be able to kind of go into that a little bit more um, head over to our social media follow us on X follow us on Instagram and we keep those updated as much as we can go read some of the great stuff that we've got on our website we've been putting out some brilliant stuff recently and as always thank you so much for listening (laughs) 